the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hey, friends. How are you doing? I want you to uh, enjoy this two hours uh, show like never. I say never before because we have some things going on that you may not have heard before because we have a guy who you will fall in love with because of his uh, conservative antics uh, and uh, also his wife's with him, so how can you miss? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I want you to meet Zoe Rachel. Uh, Zoe is uh, one of those guys that I track a lot on blogs, and, and he's, a, he's a guy uh, who has a, an anointing to kind of, he's, he's got a, a, an anointing to say things uh, and, and as they are, with no, you know, no governor on this being politically correct or not, because he realizes that Holy Spirit's going to give him stuff, and he he doesn't like to filter out what Holy Spirit tells him, but he also understands how to filter the stuff that Holy Spirit doesn't give him, and <laughs> I, I appreciate that. So, Rachel, good to have you. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and we have your wife in studio. She may jump in later or not, or not. and mm-hmm. of course, uh, my producer in this two hours is um, Alex Bush, and he may or may not as well. He He loves... Your broadcast as well. Your, are your, well, thank you. Yeah, he does indeed. I appreciate that. So we're gonna we're gonna open things up for you. Okay. But before we do, why don't you spend a moment or two, kind of giving us the the Zoe Rachel broad brush stroke? Okay. Well, that's that's a broad that's a broad request. Broad brush stroke. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> give me a, give me something to to, to put we're, this brush. We're, on. we're gonna give you a broad brush stroke, but we're gonna give give you a canvas that's one inch by one inch. Yeah. Okay. So lay it on us. And um, well. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like where to start here. Do I start with myself? Do I start with the country? No, uh, how about pre-birth? Pre-birth, Remember okay. Have it pre-birth and, and, and the jokes that God You did. have a lot of confidence in my recall <laughs> in terms of like what I was doing when I was a kid. Well, let's talk about why did you get stirred to uh, uh, embrace uh, current events and make a stand for them? What did that look like? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, um, I'm known mostly for, you know, my, my political commentary. Yes. And um, I, I don't know if this will disappoint people or not, but you know what? I really can't. Maybe. I can't stand politics. I uh-huh. really can't. But this is this is why I do it, though. And the reason why I do it is because I may not dig the politics, but I dig freedom. Good. You know, and that's and, and I understand that we have there is some maintenance work that has to be done. Yeah. Freedom is a very valuable thing. And anything of value, it has to be protected. It has to be maintained. So in that, I I've reckon I do my little bit of public service yes you do in um in sharing my thoughts politically 
in the purpose of maintaining, because that's what I'm really looking at. I'm yeah. looking at the Lord's blessings of freedom. That's right. You know, a lot of people say that, well, you know, no matter what happens, God is still on the throne. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 no. God is still on the throne, but he gives instructions. Yes. And God blessed us with this republic. Yes. And he ain't going to be thrilled with us <laughs> if we let our freedoms that he blessed us with get voted away. Yes. You know, so I don't want to get on the Lord's bad side. I want to take what it is that he's blessed me with, you know, whether it's musical talents or comedy or whichever like that. And and see what I can do, you know, to help, you know, promote in the culture. It's like, hey, man, this thing, this freedom thing that we have, yeah. this liberty thing, we got to be responsible with it. Yeah, you, mm. you're a Bible teacher also, and you're mm. a musician, mm. and you're a martial artist, yeah. uh, and you're an actor. Mm. I, all, you know, all these just things. Or he could be just Zoe Rachel. Uh, yeah. He could be just that as it well. It all makes up this. And his wife this, said, this amen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an amen, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, one of the things that I really appreciate about you, because, you know, there are a lot of bloggers out there that are opinionated, and then those opinions are really their own opinions. But if mm. if, if if Zoe's opinion is not biblical, he, he'll pull the reins on it. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I really appreciate about him, because he's listening to Holy Spirit, mm. and he's making his stand on things, and sometimes the Lord pulls the reins back a little bit, but sometimes the Lord uses those spurs and he says, let her rip because people really need to th- hear these things. Man, I tell you, when, when the <laughs> Lord pulls the reins back on him, man, I, I can't help sometimes but feel like, uh, what's that dog's name in the, in the, in the Looney Tunes? With the, um, fuck. Yeah, there's fog on it. What was the what's the dog's name though? The dog's always Dro- getting not, dro- not, not droopy. Oh. No, not droopy. But sometimes it's like, man, I want to get going, man. Let me run on out there, Lord. <laughs> and I get yanked back. Yay! You know, by this by this uh chokehold. It's like, come on, God, you gonna let me do something or not? Let me yeah, do something. I like it. I and like um, it. but you know, he it, it is his timing and, and I, I understand that the, um you know, the the blessing isn't all about you. You know, the Lord, you know, is is a str- is a strategic uh deployer of his plans. You know, and when he's going to do something, it's about, you know, the the maximum yield about who is going to be affected by what you were blessed with. Yes. You yes. know, so it's like I know we get frustrated sometimes. Like, why isn't this happening, whether it's in your own personal life or whether it's in your community or whether it's in the country or, or whatnot? We're waiting for something to happen. And the Lord's like, look, look, I'm the real commander in chief. OK. And when I'm getting ready to deploy something, I want it to deploy and have the maximum effect on people, you know, and and. And a small and a small casualty. Yes. You know, I want I want people to be blessed. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I have to like, you know, be patient with that. Say, okay, Lord, you know, if I'm going to be an instrument for you, I got to trust that you know how to, you know, to put the notes or, you know, know how to, uh, to, to deploy it. Yes, yes, yes. And the, the one thing, another, you know, I have more than one thing that I like about you. Oh, thanks, what man. was that second thing again? <laughs> <laughs> it's quality, man, not quantity. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I really like, you have a very broad uh, understanding of things. You not only have an understanding of scripture, you're a strong Bible instructor, Bible teacher. Wow. Uh, I, I've listened. Thanks, I've man. listened. And, uh, but you also have a real comprehension mm. about uh, God's Holy Spirit, but also the spirit of man and the spirit of the mm. Antichrist, the evil things that are going on mm. here. And you're able to help us comprehend what's going on there and the little uh, innuendos that the enemy mm. uses in the hearts and minds of people that don't know him sure. or even some that semi know him yeah. to, to tweak things against godliness. Uh-huh. And you, you call it out. Yeah. And I appreciate you being able to do that. I, I love your rants mm. when you let her rip. I, I love that as well. 
20 pound sledge is another thing you do which is your music group thank you yeah yes. and, and in some of our uh, intros coming back in after the commercial breaks we're going to play little snippets of 20 pound nice. sledge that I think you'll appreciate my friends as we do that too I wanted to give people an overview of kind of like who Zoe Rachel really is <laughs> and if I get it wrong and we'll just talk to your wife and she'll straighten us out <laughs> we'll, we'll send you to the restroom and then she'll tell and then you come back and all the listeners you got it worked out man all, yeah. all the listeners will be gone and I don't you know <laughs> well we're going to have a real treat for our our listening friends because within this two hour time frame we're going to touch a lot of what we say um, untouchable topics and, mm. and basically a lot of times pastors refrain from getting into some of mm. these things because they you know they don't know the, their ground rules exactly sure. we're coming out of a time where you know the, the word was just don't say anything about it and pray mm-hmm. like crazy yeah. but now it's time you know we realize that that didn't work too well sometimes uh-huh. we may need to make a stand yeah. for righteousness right. and, and, and pastors and parishioners and things like that are beginning to realize if we don't do it we're mm-hmm. kind of the last defense aren't right. we the believers indeed but, you know because uh, we've heard the adage uh, what is it? Uh, uh, um, how does the adage go? Don't talk about religion and politics. Oh, of course. Right? So now, the whole show is going I, to be about. Well, you know, the thing <laughs> is, is I agree with that halfway to an extent. It's like, you're right. We shouldn't talk about religion because religion itself is 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 really a misnomer when it comes to, a, to the Christian. We're not religious people. Thank you. You know, so when people say, oh, you're really religious. I'm like, don't you insult me. I'm not a religious <laughs> person. No, it's like, I'm, I'm not that abrasive. But the thing is, it's like, no, if we talk about Christ, there you go. And we talk about the word of God in politics, then we got it right. Because that's, you know, when, you know, that's where the real freedom is. That's yes. what we're trying to maintain. Right. That's that's what we have. And it takes the Lord to preserve that. Thank you, you know, man. and unfor- but unfortunately, that is offensive to some people. Well, now we're I'm, I'm going to in the next segments for the remainder of the two hour broadcast. I'm going to so Rachel, I'm going to set you free. <laughs> my listening friend, you don't know what freedom is when you until you hear him on his rants. But we're going to be dealing with some very key topics that are really first and foremost in the news as you are looking at the news, but also in your heart. I'll tell you what I've been very anxious in many ways about what's the things that are ungodly going on here mm. and th- th- there are a lot of different fronts th- that's happening on yeah. and I was just thrilled to have Zoe Rachel with me here so that right uh, uh, he and I can voice those uh, discomforts and, uh, <laughs> and, and allow the Holy Spirit to kind of uh, s- not only smooth things out but also communicate to you in maybe a unique way yeah. so Zoe I'm glad that you're here for the full two hours we're going to deal some of the with some of the uh, awkward subject matters mm-hmm. in far greater detail when we come back we're going to talk about things like impeachment and other things like that okay. you know there's some of that going on you know I heard <laughs> <laughs> and other things as well when Zoe and I come right back this is Come Together San Diego the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego. It's just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Talking about, uh, you know, some of the things that Zoe loves ranting about dealing with politics sometimes and sometimes just dealing with biblical things and sometimes he blends the two and sometimes you know uh, he does music related things so he's doing a lot, a lot of stuff and uh, um, I, 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 I appreciate his insight he's clowning around here before he gets on the microphone hey Zo what's up <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I thought we would do is talk a little bit about impeachment things you know our American government 
<clears throat> yes, our yep. American government is if built, we can call it that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's built around checks and balances, mm-hmm. and I would say some of the checks have bounced. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're we're talking about impeachment and you know fake news and and uh, uh, false acclamations and things like that. What's your insights on that, Zoe Rachel? But before we jump into that, how can people find out about you and your website stuff and your uh, bloggy stuff. <laughs> well, thanks, man. Uh, my website is bronzeserpentmedia.com. Just think, you know, bronzeserpentmedia.com. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just In case he slurred his word, I swear. Yeah, I, I'm just helping. I do that sometimes. <laughs> I do that. Uh, just, uh, you know, just think John 3, 14 through 16, bronzeserpentmedia.com. And, uh, you know, there they can uh, check out uh, my, my commentaries. Yes. The Zoloft. Yes. Uh, my online Bible study, the anti-fuddy-duddy Bible study, <laughs> the Zopium Den. You got Zopium Den. Right. Uh, my books are there. My latest yes. book is A Solid Right Cross. And of course, uh, my rock, uh, my, you know, my rock music project, 20 Pound Sledge, where folks can rock the gospel with us. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And but you don't have any of your ninja moves on there. Well, sometimes maybe during some of your when you play the drums or something like that, we may, we may see a move or two there. Yeah, it? do a lot of chopping in there. Is it, you, know? <laughs> you know, and I got to do more of that because I, I do love the martial arts, and it's uh, I, I would like to do it more. You know, and yeah. do some uh, content. You know, involving that. But sure. uh, God willing, we'll be able to at some. Okay, let's uh, speak. Politics, but let's speak specifically about impeachment. I mean, what a zoo, what a circus. A whole different kind of fighting, yeah, right? You know, exactly. with, with the politics. And um, man, I, I, I would like to tell folks, I mean, the most encourage, encouraging thing I can tell folks is that uh, the Lord ultimately will clean this mess up. But as it is right now, like, you know, with the impeachment uh, and all the other scandals that they're trying to put out there, you know, impeachment surrounding the collusion and, and whatever it is. Bribery. And, and, you know, bribery, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um I think I mean I reckon we're going to revisit, revisit this during the course of our our conversations, man. But uh, we do see that it's fake news. It's obviously fake news. Um, it's obviously um, distortions of reality. It's a it's a, a narrative that they're trying to push. And um, you know the Lord speaks of this. Uh, you know people are often asking, "Are we in the end times?" Uh-huh. And how I tie this in is that well, it, it speaks of this grand delusion. You know, as things as this whole thing starts wrapping up, we're going to speak of grand illusion and we're looking at things that are obviously not true. Yes. It's almost like a, a, the appetizer of things to come. It's like we're looking at this Russia collusion thing. We're looking at all these uh, uh, this conspiracy and we're looking at it, it's like none of this is true, but it's just dropped on the culture over and over. And you just have people that are spending money and spending time and doing it over and over again. And we're looking at it and say like, wow, man, this is almost like a, a grand delusion. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you even have those who are claimed to be believers. believers yes. And it says in the word that, you know, um, even the elect will yeah. fall for the grand delusion. And it's like this is almost like the boot camp for it. Yeah. It's like, yo, man, get ready, because this might not even be the grand delusion, but it's grand enough. Yeah, well, it's a good. Yeah, it's ex- exactly right. <laughs> and uh, people that call good evil and evil good, I, you mm-hmm. know, it, it breaks my heart. You know, I, I, I'm a believer and I pray for people, uh, a lot of people that are uh, in an opposite direction than I am as far as mm-hmm. um, politically speaking or conservative versus liberal or, you know, global versus national or, mm-hmm. or all these different things, climate change or man-made climate change or not. You know, all, all these different variations here. And we Christians, we really have to have a real sense of where God's heart is in all mm-hmm. these issues so that we can make our stands. Right. And, and sometimes we get coy and we just kind of pull back and the enemy really appreciates us being coy because he'll take that ground that we've backed out that's of. That's right. That's right. So so I appreciate you making stands on that. Um, impeachment, I mean, 
And one of the things I, I observe, too, is I pay real close attention to what is going on in Israel as well. Mm. And I'm talking about it's, it's kind of a, like a, uh, you know, a, a one is an echo of the other or one sure. is a prototype of the other. They're, yeah. they're happening concurrently, mm-hmm. the things that are going on. The enemy wants to bring Israel down. Mm-hmm. The enemy wants to bring the United States down. Right. And all these different ploys and the people that are falling into that, not only the perpetrators of it, but the people that are listening and paying t- attention to that going, yeah, 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 they're right. And then they hear something that the conservatives say and they go, yeah, 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 they're right. And then they hear something the liberals say and they go, yeah, 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 they're right. And a person is so convoluted by, by right. the end of that, they go, what do I believe again? Yeah. That's that's why you got to have that that core that's that's in the word. Yeah, you know, and you're right, man. It's it's one thing is 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 reflecting the other whether whether it's going on uh, in Israel or going on in the United States. It's a it's a big picture of the Jews and the Gentiles. Yeah, you know, we're grafted into this thing, so yeah, we're gonna feel the effects of of both. And the thing is, guys, man, none of this stuff is new. This ain't new stuff. Yeah, you're always gonna like the way the uh, people are coming after Trump right now. That ain't a new thing. You know, I tell mm-hmm. my audience this all the time, and this is this ain't nothing new. The Bible has warned us about this. You know, when the Lord is saying, "Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem," you know how you killed the prophets, yes. how they went after it. What 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 was the problem? Yes. They told the truth. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, when people are asking once again, "Are we in the last days?" It's like, yeah, because you know we're at an age, man. There's no excuse to not see this anymore. You know, it's like you should be able to read the word and see that this has happened over and over again. And in this age right now, at the click of a button, we can see what's going on in real real time. Yes. Check, observe history and all that sort of stuff. It's, we, we, there's no excuse to not get it anymore. Right. You know, and I don't know if things are going to I can't say if things are going to get better or not, you know, but the only thing we can do is we can just tell people the truth. Yeah. You know, yep. 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 Now, <clears throat> when you see the bantering back and forth and you're watching the things on TV about uh, the impeachment uh, uh, procedure that's going on by the House of Representatives and things like that. What's the most frustrating thing that you you see going on? And where do you think um, uh, God's kids are not uh, making their stand where they should? Well, like I said, man, the, the frustrating thing is when you have something that's obviously a lie. And um, but the thing is where the uh, the Christian community, Christian culture and conservatives it'd yes. be great if, if we could really really unite mm-hmm. you know um like one voice yeah one voice and and promote in the culture a counter narrative because these people they're falling for imagination mm-hmm. that's all this stuff is it's imaginary and um like say for instance with this uh impeachment what's the problem what's the problem now is that trump had a conversation uh surrounding this so-called quid pro quo mm-hmm. and i'm like even if that's like the truth so what? So what? He's the chief law enforcement officer of the United States. Your rookie cop conducts an investigation. You know, mm-hmm. it's like when they pull you over and they conduct, when they conduct a stop, there's going to be an investigation. So why is it wrong for the president to do that? Exactly. You know, and even when they're doing that, do they will they um, suggest something interesting to the person who's being investigated? And even uh, uh, from state to state or from the federal government to a state, if they're going to have like if you're going to have grants or if you're going to have uh, any sort of uh, uh, um, uh, dealings with there, there's going to be questions and there's going to be answers. How all of a sudden is it wrong for the president to do that? You know, so things like that, it's frustrating when it's like they're able to get away with turning this into something that it's not when we really need to be in a culture presenting this in a way because we're presenting reason. Yes. And for some reason, they're just not getting it. But they are um, stoked by their imagination. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a vehicle that we really need to use. Yes, and I, I'd like to spend the next segment talking about how to drive that vehicle, mm-hmm. so to speak, because a lot of times we Christians feel like we're under-equipped or ill-equipped mm-hmm. to make that stand. And here's the deal. God has given us a level of wisdom that the world doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just a matter of uh, compassionately communicating that wisdom, and then the Holy Spirit take it from there. But mm-hmm. the problem is sometimes we just step back and go, I don't know what to say, so I'm going to shrink into the shadows. It's time for believers yeah. to stop shrinking into the shadows uh-huh. and be the light that they're called to be. Indeed, yeah, because, you know, if, if for believers who read the Word, you know we don't have it as bad as, as and it's been th- uh, throughout history, but you know what? It can be that way again. Yeah. You know, yeah. we think that, you know, oh, this is America and it can never be that way. It's like, well, there was a time in America where people did, they were afraid to be in their homes because they can get dragged out of their homes. Exactly. You know, and that can happen again. Uh, it's happened all throughout history. And if you don't, uh, if we're afraid of, you know, somebody defriending us on Facebook or something like that, or we're afraid of, of, of your, uh, like, you know, have those who are in Hollywood are afraid of their career or something like that. It's like, I don't know if you're ready. I don't know if you're really ready to defend what it is the Lord has blessed us with. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, in the next segment, we're going to let's dig a little bit more deeply into this. We're, we've only started getting into trouble. Ah, right. I, I think we haven't even got into trouble enough yet because uh, I, I want to release you even more. Uh-oh. And now now you realize this is a two hour thing. Oh, boy. And you can kind of you can kind of speak your mind in this. And there are some things that we Christians, uh, we, we go, oh, is this is it holy to make our stand? Is it appropriate to do? Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Yep. You know, Jesus spent a lot of time talking about the whitewashed sepulchers, for Uh example, you know, and the two-faced people, for Mm. example. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And as we get into trouble, I'm going to encourage the incorrigible. (laughs) And I'm also going to discourage the incorrigible if it's wrongly presented. And Mm. we will see where God goes from here. My listening friend, I want you to pay close attention to the things that are shared here. Uh, You're starting to get a sense of Zoe Rachel's heart. Mm. And uh, God has given him... uh, a platform to be able to do this uh, on the internet. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you can tell a person's stars, scars and stripes by how many times they've been disallowed or uh, they've been taken off the air, for example. (laughs) And you you have a fair amount of that because, you know, you make stands and all of a sudden it may be politically incorrect. And all of a sudden, where did my post go? It it, it, kind of disappeared. Uh But uh, I I don't think this is going to happen with us today. And so my listening friend, I I want you to stay with us because we're going to dive more into not only the things that are going on in the United States that God wants us to intervene on, but we're going to step back and take a global view. And then we're going to step closer and get into the scriptural view and overlay all of them together Mm -hmm. when Zoe Rachel and I come back. Back. (laughs) You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hello, San Diego. This is Rick Sines from uh, Red Seal Ministries. I just bless you and ask you just to receive the love of the Lord at this time, uh, this open season we have in San Diego. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And I like peaches and cream. And I like 20 pound sledge too. 
And that's what you're listening to, my friend. I thought I'd have uh, our engineer, Thomas, uh, play a little bit of some of, some of Zoe Rachel's stuff. He's a good DJ. Yeah, he is a good DJ. <laughs> And, you know, I, I, I love peaches, I love cream, but I don't love impeachment too Ooh. much. But it seems like we're kind of getting creamed on that topic right <laughs> now. You know, but I also like corn, as you can tell. <laughs> peaches and cream corn? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't oh, know, peaches and cream corn? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> you know, we're having a, a fun time here in the studios here at the KPRZ <laughs> Studios, and uh, we have... Often we we have different a couple different producers that we bring on to help with the show today. We have uh, producer Alex in with us, and he has loved watching Zoe Rachel for quite some time. And you know, when I invited him to be the producer of this two hour show, he says, "I'm there." I didn't realize he was here four days ago waiting for the doors to open. No. <laughs> but So he's been here, and he's got a list of questions going here. And uh, Alex, uh, I know you, you mentioned that you had a few things that you wanted to toss in here, and then Zoe and I can uh, banter them about. So Alex Bush. Yeah, I got to fact check you, Kaz. I was not here four days ago <laughs> waiting for the days to open. You've been snoped. Doors. <laughs> snoped. <laughs> so, First question is kind of rhetorical. It seems to me in the, the age of fake news and everything, but if Michael would not even, the Archangel Michael, would not even bring up a slanderous accusation against old Lucy, mm-hmm. her, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. what, gives, what gives us the right to bear false witness to our neighbor? Aside from the fact that it's in the Ten Commandments, not to do that, but oh, still. Right. What, but define, are you talking about Christians <clears throat> bearing false witness against other people, or are you talking about other Period. people? Well, yeah, but there's also there's a difference between um, bearing false witness and being you know being honest and true. And I think there's a time where we as Christians we need to make stand our ground because God wants us. You know, we we've lived the time frame of the Lamb of God. You know, mm. we were trying to emulate the Lamb of God, mm. but this is the time frame now where He wants us to be uh, tied to the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Mm. And a lion doesn't back down; they make their stand based on their character. And mm. if we have the character of the Lion of the tribe of, of Judah, we need to have that same attitude. Oh, yeah. What what do you think about that, Zoe? Well, you know, I think um, I think we have this this homogenized view of what the Ten Commandments are, mm. and a lot of people think that the one of the commandments is to not lie, you know, yeah. and they get caught up Period. with that. And I I think uh, a lot really don't know that the word says to not slander or yeah. bear false witness. So you know, I and I think that says a lot, and and it causes people to overlook something very important. Uh, especially when it comes to slander and, and you know, who's whom the devil, that's what his name means. Mm-hmm. Satan actually means the accuser, yeah. you know, particularly in in the form of slander. So, you know, you know, when we if, if people could get a grasp on that, then people can really see one of the things that's eating up the culture. You know, and there's and the thing about slander, man, is that there's a lot of sensationalism involved in it. Oh, yeah. Slander is flipping entertaining, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what's going on. This this is a this is a. Donald Trump is basically in the public opinion of a, like a Jerry Springer show, you know, and, and it's just all based around an accusation and people are eating it up, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like good TV. Yeah. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, relatively speaking in terms of good Yes. Good. Keeps people glued, you know, yeah. people, people, people glued. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we're just caught up with this, you know, this guy's going to get it and the bad guy's finally going to get it and he's made out to be the bad guy. And, uh, you know, that's where we're at. And Christians do need to, um, find that vehicle as we mentioned before, to uh, make a penetrative effect to convey the truth. We have to be able to capture people's imagination long enough to tell them 
the truth. Yes. And I, I'm seeing different uh, believers arise. You know, there are different believers in the uh, in the cabinet and, mm-hmm. and surrounding Trump that are in, impacting and influencing him uh, quite a bit. And mm-hmm. oftentimes I see, you know, it's the behind the thing, scenes, things where he's meeting with a group of mm-hmm. Jews or he's meeting with a group of Christians and, and you see him surrounded by people with the, them laying godly hands mm-hmm. on him and he's very open hearted and things like that. Right. So I think in that respect, we're on the right track right. Yeah. Uh, because we're we're willing to listen to God and respond accordingly. Uh, Alex, what else did you have? Uh, I was just saying, it just, it just seems to me, C.S. Lewis says that we have to continually be reminded of what we believe. Mm-hmm. We've gotten away from that and a lot of that is we've lost our sense of good and evil. As as a whole, sure. not individually, we just we don't know what good and evil looks like anymore uh-huh. because of, because of false accusations that have been brought up so many times that mm-hmm. it just that the words have been diluted. So the the other question is, how can somebody be conservative Christian and support President Donald Trump? Because with mm-hmm. all the issues that he has, it seems like there's plenty there that we don't need to make up things about. <laughs> right? Just, sure. 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 Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I'm going to let you respond to this, but my, my attitude is that God puts people in the right place at the right time for different things. You know, back in the day, and a lot of people have uh, identified uh, Trump as kind of a Cyrus character. Mm-hmm. Cyrus was not, you know, he was not a pristine believer in God mm-hmm. by any means, right. but he was the man for the hour uh-huh. who was responsible for actually uh, directing the building of the temple, for sure. example, yeah. and to, to return the Jews to their homeland. I mean, so God uses different people, uh-huh. and the Bible even talks about God uh, using Pharaoh mm-hmm. Uh, for God's purposes. Yeah. And I have a suspicion that God is even using the liberal vent and bent mm-hmm. to to actually bring about his purposes in, in a little bit abstract ways sometimes. It's hard for us to see, to see that. But what's your thought on that, Zoe Rachel? Yeah, same stuff. It, you know, when we look at... Um you know, because when I I remember when Trump was first running, and I, and I still uh, stick with the same thing. Um, you know, if people don't like Trump, you know, especially where it comes to like Christians and stuff like that, yeah. it's like, well, you must have really hated King David. <laughs> <laughs> you must have really hated him. You must you must really hate Solomon. You must really hate these people. And um, you know, the Lord is going to do what the Lord is going to do. And you know, if Trump is the guy, you know, to to do it right now. Um, you know, let's let's get behind that. Like, say, for instance, you know, we, a lot of people voted for Trump because of the jobs mm-hmm. and the economy sure. and whatnot. And, and Trump, you know, he's he's stepping up and, and he's doing what the people hired him to do. But, you know, it's like but I try to remind folks, it's like, but, you know, that's not exactly what makes America great. You know, a great job and a great economy, because we see there's a lot of people out there who've got great jobs and great economy. And they're getting divorced. You know, as I've you know mentioned before, you can have like uh, people having this great job and a great economy. It wasn't enough to keep two people together. How do you think it's going to keep a whole country together? Uh-huh. You know, there uh, or with uh, these people with good jobs and money, suicide, alcoholism, drugs and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, Trump is not he wasn't hired to be our spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's not uh, our high priest. He's not the high priest of America. No. Um, but that's where it's in our our job. As you know, believers, to, yeah, as believers, yeah. to get out there, and we're supposed to be that salt and light. You're not supposed to put that whole thing on the president. The government's supposed to be on the Lord's shoulders. You know, not That's necessarily right. on. You know, it's because it's we, we the people, we have a responsibility instead of looking to a political messiah to solve it all. Yeah, you know, we got a job to do. And don't you think for many years 
Christians have really vacated that responsibility. It's almost like it's the last moment now. We go, oh, we're, we're waking up now. And mm-hmm. it's almost like you know, the train is now three inches away instead oh. of a few miles down the track. Right. So, I mean, our, our decisions have to be fairly uh, poignant mm-hmm. and uh, well-focused because we're in times where if we are lackadaisical anymore, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're right at the pe- precipice that our nation is going to be taken from us. Our Judeo-Christian right. values are going to be stolen, and uh, we need to, to make the stand. And my listening friend, he, here's the deal. I, I really think God is in, God loves America. Indeed. God blessed America. Mm-hmm. God will continue to bless America. And it doesn't even take uh, the overwhelming population to do this. It just takes his believers voicing his heart. Yeah. And, and and letting him do that. You know, back in the days of Israel, when Israel was uh, fighting battles and things like that, mm-hmm. if they kept their heart right with God, he intervened. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm believing that he would love to intervene in many, many ways in the United States of America. So. Yes, indeed. That, cause <clears throat> that's what we're that's what we're free to do. Yeah. You know, we're, we're this this republic is founded on the idea that our rights are God given. Yes. You know, and we're supposed to do something with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, woe to us if we don't take, you know, what we've been blessed with and do something, you know, awesome with it. Because, and, and like I said, people, they don't imagine that that can't happen here. It's like, just, well, keep in mind, you know, where paradise started and look at it now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's chaos there now where paradise was. And if people don't think that can't happen in America. Yeah. You know, look around. Rude awakening coming. My listening friend, uh, we're stirring up a lot of stuff here, and I I want you to pay close attention to this because some of the concerns are your concerns very clearly. And so we're trying to voice where your heart cry is and and help you with some solutions on this. And uh, uh, Zoe's wife, Carrie, had some insights we're going to talk about in this next segment about uh, the transformation from being coy into being bold and Mm -hmm. and, uh, what that means to not only America, but what it means to our own life as well. So Zoe and uh, Carrie and I (laughs) are going to be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Back again with Zoe Rachel bronzeserpentmedia.com notice how I t- kind of tied that in right. so and we, and we're in the background what I've uh, asked our engineer Thomas to do is kind of blend in some of your 20 pound sledge stuff so uh, as you can hear it in the background that's awesome yeah yeah how can people find out more about some of your music that's uh, once again that's bronzeserpentmedia.com and it has a tab uh, 20 pound sledge and uh, the two albums that we have are out there Divine Battery and I love the latest it. one Electric Exit yes 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 well, so my listening friends, we're, we're getting into stuff that uh, is a kind of, you know, politically incorrect, but that's okay, because God didn't tell us to be politically incorrect. He said to be bearers of the truth. Uh-huh. And so your beautiful wife, Carrie, had some insights during the, the breaks, but I wanted to turn on her microphone and have her give this, you know, we, there's a special calling now, and I, I look at the church age transitioning into the kingdom age, uh-huh. and much of the church age has been, uh, you know, the Lamb of God taking away the sins of the world, and that, that's, we, don't, we cannot forget that, right. but there's also a time for us to, to also 
carry the character of the lion of the tribe of Judah. That's part of who we are. And sometimes we're really good at being timid and quiet. And now it's time to make our stand and let God's voice through us be heard. Uh, uh, Carrie, you had some insights about that. Uh, why don't you share that? And then we'll jump on into that topic. Yeah. This is Carrie. I was, you know, sitting here listening to all you gentlemen talking, <laughs> and it seems like we kind of all have an agreement in our hearts tonight, and just the scripture kept coming to mind, the righteous are as bold as a lion. Yes. Mm. And that's a personal scripture for me because I am one of those people who does not like to offend. I like for everyone to get along, you know, peace at any cost. And about 10 years ago, you know, when I found the Lord, I found that I can't have peace at any cost anymore if, if I want to you know, please the Lord. I want to try to please the Lord. Yes. So in getting back to what Alex was asking, um, you know, how can, be we, how can we be Christian conservative but be pro-Trump? To me, it's not an answer about I'm pro-Trump. I am pro-Republican Party platform and values. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that when I am witnessing to people, to Christians who vote Democrat and are they can't stand Trump or any mm-hmm. of this that's mm-hmm. going on. I talk to them about the party platform and our values. Yes. And it's not about Trump to me. Of course, I voted for Trump, but I've, I will vote for him again. But and I have to constantly, you know, whisper to my spirit and encourage myself. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Yes, yes, yes. And that's, we really need to get that lesson because mm-hmm. it, there's no time for re, tim, timidity. The time for timidity is over because uh, we could lose the the great experiment the the United States of America the Constitution is being uh, uh, crippled at every every turn mm-hmm. and godly people's voices are being muted at every opportunity yes. and the you know just moral rightness mm-hmm. is being threatened and, and, and people are calling other stuff moral rightness but they're calling evil good right. and uh, and they're dis, disavowing good and calling that evil yeah. mm-hmm. so uh, insights I think Kerry gave some interesting uh, perspectives on the boldness that needs to happen. So I don't think we need to talk anymore. The end of the show is right now. And then my friend, thank you very much for listening. No, All right. it helps so, having him as my teacher. <laughs> were you, I wasn't sure whether you were pointing at your husband or pointing to the Both. sky. Yeah, nicely done. Good job, Carrie. I'm a lucky man. Yes, you are. So uh, thoughts about the boldness. Well, you know, it's, it's okay uh, for, for men I, I know a lot of us, when we think about being sheep, that's that's kind of demeaning. <laughs> you know, it's demeaning to be thought of as a sheep. Um, but that's part of the strength. Mm-hmm. If you have the human, I mean, being humble, man, and, and getting over yourself, that takes strength in itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you are, if you have the strength, and a lot of times this needs the strength of the Lord to say, okay, Lord, humble me enough to accept why it is that I got to be a sheep. I want to be no sheep, man. Sheep are weak and stuff like that. You know, and I, I remember wrestling with that. And the Lord said, okay, well, you know that a, that a male sheep is a ram, right? And what is usually associated with battle? Mm. Rams. Ram. You know? So if you're going to be in my flock yeah. and you're going to follow this lion, 
Yeah. You better be ready to be a ram. That's right. You know, because even even like in the in the uh, the mighty Greece, you know, the God of war yeah. is represented by a ram. Yeah. You know, so and, you know, uh, even the uh, the great gods of Egypt are represented with a ram's head. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So now the Lord, of course, who came in and just told them what time it is. I'm going to show you who the real God of war is. Yes. yes. That's me. Yes. You know, I've been the lamb. Yes. You know, as the lamb, I was brave enough as a lamb. I was brave enough to go to that cross and choke death out. <laughs> you know, and come on back and I'll come back as the lion. Yes. So either way, I'm going to handle my business. So now you want to be with me. If you want to try to be a whole bunch of lions, that's first. That's the, I mean, that's fine. But you got to be ready to be a sheep. Yeah. And when you're ready to do that, then I'll let you know that you're a ram. And like then it. from there, I'll give you the boldness of a lion. I like it. You know, so he's mm-hmm. he's got a trajectory for us. I like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things I, I follow Old Testament stuff quite a bit. And one of the things that is a the proclaimer of war, you know, the scripture says, unless the a trumpet sound, if it sounds an uncertain sound, who shall prepare for the day of battle? And that horn is actually a ram's mm, horn yep. uh, or a similar animal's horn that is actually blowing for charge. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, that's that's right. So even a, a, a lamb can be the ram or have or have a lion mentality That's right. because w- there's some things that we actually need to do mm. that the timidity won't work anymore. We need to make a stand for righteousness sake. That's right. I, I heard from uh, uh, my friend, uh, Colonel Allen West. That's right. Me and Colonel Allen West are friends. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, we're friends. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he reminds, you know, he reminds us, it's like, uh, it's, it, I would rather be uh man, oh man, forgive me if I say this wrong, but uh it's something to the effect of I would rather be um a sheep led by a lion than to be a lion led by sheep. Oh my. Yeah. Say that again. That's a profound statement. Oh, did I say it good? No, you yeah. said it okay, really okay. good. I'm just wondering if you could duplicate that and say it again. That's how I'm gonna test you here. I would rather be a sheep led by a lion than to be a lion led by sheep. Oh, that's that's yeah. so true. That's so true. My listening friend, I hope this is stirring you up. You know, a lot of times we Christians, we go, how far do we go in this? How far do we make our stand? Of course, there's no question that the value of prayer is uh, beyond 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 value. Mm. I mean, we're we're linking with the guy who makes the the decisions and can change, Mm. you know, change kingdoms and nations. But also, one of the ways that he changes those kingdoms and nations are by the inhabitants who are pursuing him, and he will intervene through that and through them. So mm-hmm. we're in vital times right now, mm-hmm. my friend. And I, I was just really excited to have Zoe Rachel on with me because I know we were going to uh, step on some uh, interesting topics and uh, and and go into parts of the promised land as we <laughs> did. So we've got a couple minutes left here. Let's let's start this topic off a little bit too because when you talk about America and American freedoms, now you can't tell from the radio that that Zoe is a black brother. <laughs> a cool dude. As opposed to a black sister. Yeah, well, he's not a black sister. <laughs> I, I want you to know that. But uh, because because a lot of times on your blogs you talk about this and uh, People, a lot of times, much of the conversation about black and white or uh, yellow and white or the different nationalities, mm. it's feigned outrage because mm. in, in many instances, there, there is no turbulence there where people say there is turbulence, but also uh, the black brothers and sisters mm. uh, in America and other nations as well, but America in particular, w- need to have an understanding about uh, what's 
godly and righteous and what isn't and what people are saying sometimes is not true and has just been bought has been bought into for decades and Mm -hmm. uh, you know maybe even from the early times in the establishment of the united states of america we've got about a minute or so in this segment and we're going to carry this on through the next segments as well so rachel well it's you know once again it's i think this is a lot of it is tied to sensationalism yeah and um it's like people they need something to be angry about mm-hmm. and uh one of those things to be angry about is uh is the race narrative and uh and it's unfortunate that this race narrative is is a lot of it's it's centered around you know black people and from generation to generation you know blacks have been sold on this idea that we this is just something that we have to stay angry about and i would hope that you know the black community one of the things that that got to me is to understand you know, we're not the only ones who have dealt with discrimination and slavery. <laughs> yeah. So this is this has been going like read the Bible. Slavery has been around for a long yes, time. Indeed. We're not the only ones. Quit being sissies. Pull your britches up. Roll your lip up. And, and let's just go on and get about our business. Uh huh. I like that. Pull your britches up and roll your <laughs> roll lip. your lip up. Quit pounding. Just let's come on. Let's <laughs> let's live. Let's be free. Uh, I like it. We, we actually set the stage for the next segment, my listening friends. So uh, if you thought we were uh, uh, walking on troubled water before, we're about ready to dive into the depth of the pool, the deep end of the pool, <laughs> in the next hour, which uh, is before us. When Zoe Rachel and the entire team here at Come Together San Diego, and even me, we will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Come together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world. And we're back again, and that's our call to tell the world, as many as are listening, about what God is doing, but not only what he's doing on a generic general basis, but also we're going to discuss what he's doing and wants to do in and through you, because we get to be his tools, and you know, there's a lot of jokes about tools that are you know, not, too, not too sharp, but, but uh, he, so he even uses not too sharp tools in, in, the, in the Christian realm uh, to, to present his glory and present his Humility, but also uh, present his lionness. <laughs> so, so we in the last segment we talked a little bit about uh, uh, blacks and, and and the injustices uh, there. But and you said you know this is not something that's just happening in America or uh, in other countries. This has been happening. It, from biblical days on until now, and uh, God is actually using it oftentimes to wake us up mm-hmm. and direct us. Talk a little bit more about what you're sensing uh, as a brother uh, in the body of Christ. Well, you know, uh, I reckon the Democrats—they've got their contingency plan at work. Yeah, uh, you know, one of the reasons why they're pandering so much to uh, illegal immigrants. Yeah, you know, they want to make a new voter stock. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've uh, they've brought in the LGBTQ, and you know, it's it's a lot of um, they're they're masters of pandering. So, you know, and and they're and they're making these strides in the culture. And that's why I keep trying to tell Republicans, you know, it's like, look, you guys, you want this political representation, but you really don't have cultural representation to make it stable. You know, so but 
You say know, that, that's a profound statement. The cultural representation right. actually is, is the stuff that stays around. The political can change with the wind. It's, yeah. But the culture is the thing that you have the horizontal relationships in. Mm-hmm. And culture really actually should take precedence over Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal. And mm. the, the, the culture and the, and the relationship, you know, I can be, be friends with a person that's a little bit more on the liberal side mm. and they can be friends with me, I think. Mm. You know, I think that's true. And then, you know, when, when the cameras are off, we can go, you know, both of us, you know, we, we're pandering a little bit to this. But the truth of the matter is this. And you can oftentimes find common ground. Unfortunately, mm. in politics today, ain't no common ground in the House of Representatives, for example, right. and in many of the political uh, postures in this nation. Well, But even even still today, when we're looking at it, we see it as it's becoming pretty volatile and hostile yeah. and stuff like that. Even that's not a new thing. I mean, we've had a war mm-hmm. and uh, this can it could come to that again uh where we're where we're really um where we may come to blows in the streets over mm-hmm. this stuff i mean I don't, I don't like to think about that but that's what history has shown so you know nowadays we're we're, we're uh conservatives are concerned and christian concerned uh you know a lot of them are saying you know well you know mull and lob and let them try and come and take it and all that sort of stuff it's like can we do something before it gets there before we're shooting at each other mm-hmm. again um, and what is the something that you think is should be done? The thing that needs to be done, man, is 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 well. The Lord Himself says, "I need you to use what the children of the age are using." You know, the, He even says it's like the children of the light. You know, I love you and everything, but you ain't selling it. <laughs> <laughs> you should, I need you to lean on what the children of the age are doing and examine what they're doing to promote what it is that they're promoting. Uh-huh. You know, and that's the thing that conservatives haven't really done. Mm-hmm. And and and. And I talk about this in my book, A Solid Right Cross. And there, there's it's it's not really our fault. You know, that's just kind of like our personality matrix, you mm-hmm. know, uh, to be to be a liberal, to be on the left, a Democrat and stuff like that. You have to imagine everything that you believe, mm-hmm. you know, to, uh, they're, they're pro um, back in the, in the 1800s when they were establishing the Confederacy. They had to imagine that black people weren't human. You know, so they can make it make it legal to enslave them. Mm. That's all based in imagination. Yeah. There's no reality to it, mm-hmm. but they got away with it. Yes. And it took a war to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to imagine that black people don't have rights, you know, to, to take away their right to vote and, and to participate in, 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 our, uh, in our policies and stuff like that. You got to imagine if you're uh, you're pro-abortion, you know, which which Democrats typically are. You got to imagine that the child in the womb ain't human. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's you know, right. you got to imagine uh, uh, in terms of uh, their. um their ideas of orientation and sexuality you can you got to imagine that the dna code isn't fixed and set you know you can change it and you can become a one everything that they believe your money the fruits of your labor should be spread around and belongs mm-hmm. to somebody else it's like whoa whoa that's a violation of my right, right to property where are you going with my money that's right and, you know? and scripture should be subjective and not objective in other words if it's right for me and it's scriptural that's fine mm-hmm. but if it's something that I don't agree with then uh, it's, it's subjective everybody can uh, take mm-hmm. you know redefine scripture as it is comfortable for me without actually going back to the uh, right. word and, and what the word really says mm-hmm. and that's a lot of things that are happening now that people are justifying their actions by going I can twist this one scripture mm-hmm. here and uh, get away with it and ignore all the other, you know, 10 scriptures that say are adverse to my stance. Right, right. And <laughs> the Bible buffet, you know, just go ahead and you know, make it whatever you want to be. And like, and, and the word of God is fixed. It's set. And you can't, uh, you know, lean on your own understanding or your imagination to try to apply it in the culture. And we, and we see a lot of that too. And that's why the Lord says, 
don't take my name in vain. Yes. Because you do have people who will cherry pick the word of God and, and try to give that authority to the things that they believe that are antithetical to his law. Yeah. And that's why the Lord says, don't take my name in vain and, and justify sin and, and try to drag my name into it. Wow. And you made a comment here, and I think the scripture that you were relating to is a scripture that says, be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. Uh, what, what does that look like in today, today's uh, uh, application, Zoe Rachel? Yeah, I, I wish there was more of it. I think uh, a lot of people have it the other way around. They're trying to be as wise as doves. <laughs> you know? They're trying to be as wise as doves and harmless as serpents. And, and what does that look like? Say, for instance, when you have a lot of people in the church um, that wants to uh, that that tries to paint Jesus as this all accepting hippie uh, who'd be OK with uh, gay marriage and who'd mm-hmm. be OK. And it's like, well, show me in scripture where he'd be OK with it. So, OK, well, wait a minute. If you're a Christian, then that believe that means that you believe that Jesus is God, right? Well, then Jesus is God in the New Testament and he's Jesus and he's God in the Old Testament, too. And what God has said about homosexuality, he don't need to repeat. You know, he didn't already made his stance very, very clear about it. And, you know, so they'll try to make him, you know, well, Jesus, he dined with sinners and he invited sinners to his table. It's like, yeah, but Jesus also said that they were sick. Yeah, you know, exactly right. I'm the doctor. Come on, sit at my table. When you leave my table, you're going to be changed. Yeah, I like that. You know, so it's like he's yeah, he's got the love. That's true. But Jesus ain't here to love us to hell as the saying goes. Right. He's not here to love us to hell. And we're trying to promote that in the culture. And when and when you have Christians, people who claim to be Christians doing that, well, they're promoting that that really is being as wise as a dove and uh, harmless as a serpent. Because it is promote, it is injecting venom into the culture. Yes, you know. Well, and <clears throat> it's the the problem in the church culture these days is a lot of people uh, once they have embraced this false doctrine, mm. uh, their whole church functions on that, mm. and it, it can lead a lot of different people astray. That hurts my heart. It hurts my heart, and I think God is saying, "I want my church back." Mm-hmm. I want my church back. The black churches, the the Caucasian churches, the mixed churches, the Asian churches, and things like that. Everyone has its own their own slant, or the different denominations. You know, you name a different one denomination over another, oh. and they have different different levels of exception or accept uh, what is acceptable, uh, and sometimes in scripture. But you really got to go back to the original scripture and say, ah, this is not a this is not okay. And for you to make believe that it is, you're violating scripture. Huh. I think there's a lot of accountability accountability issues that we, the church, are going to have to deal with, don't you? Sure, sure. And man, if it's uh, one thing I don't dig, man, it's this idea of uh, the, the black church and the white church, and we still got that today, right? It's like, hey, the, you know, God is saying, y'all know that there was, I did this grafted in thing, and I can tell you what, man, if I can have Greeks uh, and Romans, mm-hmm. you know, being grafted in, the Jews and the Gentiles uh-huh. gra- and grafted in, it's like, you don't think I can't do that with you? You know, there shouldn't <laughs> be this black church, white church. And I yeah. understand there was a time when that was, and it was the Democrats who did that. Mm-hmm. That's why there had to be a black church, and Democrats came and bombed those, you know, as the KKK. We're beyond that now. Mm-hmm. You know, I want y'all getting grafted in and being integrated. Is, is You know, is this the body of Christ or not? You yes. know? We're going to talk some more about those things, some more, as we say, incendiary things. Uh, It's time for a commercial break, but Zoe and our team here on Come Together San Diego and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. 
Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And I am back. <laughs> Zoe, Rachel, we're talking about some interesting things. I'm thinking sometimes when they're entering your name, you know, into the search engines, uh. and they want to find out what's going on in the black and white area, maybe they do a typo and they go, Zoe, Rachel, by accident. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's possible. And we, you know, we're talking about this, and we're a little, little uh, tongue-in-cheek and uh, off the cuff on things like this, but every time there's a commercial break, then, you know, your wife, Carrie, and... Uh, producer Alex Bush jump on in with comments and questions and things. And so I thought I'd open Alex Bush, producer Alex Bush's microphone again. Surprise question. And he has has a surprise question for you uh, of racial content. And, uh, you know, we we might have to... um, We might have to... What do you call it? Beep it, yeah. Yeah, we might have to beep him. Um, I'll practice my beeping sound effect. Hang on. Beep. Okay, go ahead, Alex. Yeah, uh, point of of privilege. (laughs) uh, the point of privilege being I haven't done quite enough research on it, so feel free to rebuke me if I'm wrong, but uh, what this gentleman thought about this particular subject. Oh. Is it wrong of me to think that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. would actually be against affirmative action? No, I don't think it's wrong at all because his 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 press wasn't for um, – Special privileges like we have today, you know, people talking about equal rights and saying, you don't want equal rights. You want special <laughs> rights. Mm-hmm. And that's not where uh, MLK was coming from. It's like, look, man, just we, we all we want is for this nation to honor what it says in the Declaration of Independence. Oh, that's it. all that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but these these are the words that he used. And um, from there, that's it. You know, yeah. uh, we don't if you if you just go ahead and treat us like, you know, like like human beings that human beings that are created equal, we won't need this stuff. No, exactly right. You know, I mean, I mean, he had uh, he had a sol- solid biblical basis for his comments and his life and lifestyle and his words and actions as well. And a lot of that gets lost when you you know I'll I'll take this sentence or this phrase and I'll spend all my time on this phrase mm-hmm. instead of the full body of his con uh, compl- uh, uh, comments and things like mm-hmm. that and his actual life and lifestyle. And, and you know it's the same thing with a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the different uh, different groups as well. Uh, if you're trying to villainize somebody, and even Trump, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times you can all you do is you pick that juicy tweet <laughs> right. and you forget about the the body of yep. the content behind that uh, and and understand the heart cry of it. Then then you can soften your rhetoric a little bit. But uh, somebody that's not you know if they're not interested in softening rhetoric right. and, and building a position, mm-hmm. uh, then you get into trouble. Talk a little bit about uh, Alex Bush's. Comment about uh, Martin Luther King, and you know, I, I, as I had, you know, I'm I'm an older guy, so I'm familiar with Martin yeah. Luther King, and uh, I always thought that uh, he 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 made a, a godly stand on things. Sure. So, well, um, before that, it's what it's like. Like what you said, there has to be a desire. Yeah. Some people they don't want to see it that way. And I think a lot of what we're dealing with is uh, wants versus, you know, um, this desire, this pursuit of what it is that they desire, what they want to be real versus people actually, you know, handling reality. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try. You know, you know, uh, MLK did what he did and it was very impactful. And it was things that was done, you know, before him, you know, where he could actually do that. And and the thing is, y'all, is 
Martin Luther King knew who the enemy was. Right. You know, it's like, look, there's there's a this 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 isn't black against whites. This is we're talking about uh, whites that have a label and they're called Democrats. He, <laughs> <laughs> he knew who the enemy was. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's what he was dealing with. And, um, you know, I know that a lot of people of the liberal persuasion, they don't they don't want to see it that way. Mm-hmm. That's why they make these leaps of saying there was a party switch and there was an ideological switch because they don't want to face the reality that, you know, this is what their party is. Like, okay, you guys want to be Democrats? Well, this is what your party is. And, and what they stand for. You know, and this is what they stand for. Well, there was a switch. They'll try to make these accusations, you know, that it was the Republicans and that there was a switch and all this convoluted stuff. Mm-hmm. And they make, they promote it in the schools. They promote it in the in institutions of higher learning. They've got all the institutions of influence to be able to do this. They have an industry they literally have a machine that just cranks this stuff out. And that's why I keep saying, conservatives, we need something to counter that machine. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're trying to do it with reason, you know, which is good. It's good that we got the reason, but there's a whole other vehicle that needs to be due to deliver it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I, I think uh, we need to know Scripture. We have to know yeah. Scripture and be able to stand on the Scripture. And you're always going to get somebody who believes that loudness uh, yeah. uh, is better than facts. And, you know, so sometimes the, the best way to deal with uh, something is by saying loudly some, mm. an opposing position. And so we conservatives need to know how to break through that loudness. Mm. And sometimes it's just a uh, uh, word fitly spoken, mm. uh, apples of gold and pitchers of silver. I mean, so sometimes you don't have to say 220 words. It's just one uh, one phrase. You know, Jesus uh, quieted the multitudes by a, a, sing, a single phrase or something like that sometimes. Mm. And, and But also, Jesus' words were uh, burgeoning with Holy Spirit directives. And as, if we pray ourselves up to things like that, sometimes we're going to be called on to stand in the thick of things. And you might be surprised how many surrounding you have been coy and uh, sheepish about things when if you make a stand, other people may make a stand too. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah and uh, and it definitely when it comes to getting loud, man, that's where that's where 20 pound sledge comes in. You know, so we can come <laughs> that's in with a loud music group. That's right. Come and come in with some rock and roll. And you know, the Lord wants us to rock the gospel. I said, I want you to get on them strings. I want you to get on them drums and I want you to play skillfully. That's what I mean. So, you know, we, we need but we need stuff like that. And, you know, like you said, sometimes it only takes word. when when the Lord comes back. All he's going to do is say one word yeah. and his enemies yeah. are going to fall dead. You know? So, I mean, not that I and we're not wishing that on anybody. Yes. We don't want Amen. you to to die yeah. when the word of God is spoken. When why are you, looking at, why are you looking at me? Like, well, I don't I, well you know. But you know, that, but that's the thing. And we're trying to let folks know. It's like, look, you don't want to be on the business end of his wrath. No. You know what I'm no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of times people use religion as a cover. They, 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 they do. We Christians sometimes use religion as a cover. Oh, gosh. And, and you know, we, we, we want to sound preachy because that's the, the best. We only know how to sound holy. Mm-hmm instead of mm. be holy. Huh. And so one of the things that we really need to be able to do, my listening friend, and that is to hear Holy Spirit and speak the the word in due season. And there may be a time where there's a raft of other people voicing their opinion, and maybe you're being called upon to either uh, do a lifestyle ministry to them, right. as in show them compassion, yeah. or actually speak a word in due season. We need to be bold. And sometimes being a lion, a lion doesn't run after the prey uh, when the prey uh, can run away from him. 
yeah. the, 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 the lion waits for the proper time mm-hmm. and then he launches the attack. And so yeah. I think God wants us to be bold as lions uh, in a way that we're not just out there uh, fighting, you know, their battle. I I like the analogy of the eagle being a a godly symbol as well against the serpent. The the eagle doesn't jump down on the ground and, uh, you know, uh, fight with the, the, the serpent. He picks the serpent up and takes a serpent out of his area. Mm -hmm. And then he deals with him there and drops him from a height. And while the serpent is trying to figure out what has happened, he's been hit by a 20 pound sledge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then, then then the Eagle can have his way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is, is that it's being willing to change the ground rules Mm -hmm. and come against, uh, evil from a different perspective than saying, oh, yeah, well, here's what I think. No, that may not be the way. It may be lifestyle evangelism. It may be um, it may be a word fitly spoken and things like that. So we want to speak a little bit more about that. So we, we Christians, sometimes we're too sheepish when he's saying to be lionish or lion hearted. Indeed. And, and you know, I, I dig uh, uh, the reference to uh, the eagle yeah. you know, with the snake, because the thing is, Sometimes, you know, and I, I've heard this, you know, uh, uh, you know, by conservatives, you know, they'll say things like, you know, we got to we got to play dirty like them. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, man, you want to keep the high ground. You know, yes. the, if the word of God says, you know, and, and forgive me if this is politically incorrect, but this is the word of God saying, uh, don't cast your pearls before pigs. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you try, if you try to get down there with mm-hmm. them and, and you spend time with them, they will they will drag you into the mud and they'll destroy you. And because as as uh, uh, I think it was Mark Twain says, like don't try to argue with an idiot; they'll beat you with experience. <laughs> so and, and and you know the Lord, the Word of God is like the core of that, and uh, you want to keep that higher ground. You know, when like, they go low, and, we go high, yeah, right? But, <laughs> and I don't know what they mean by that because <laughs> once again they got these things backwards. Don't know bitter from sweet and good from evil and light from dark and man from tran. You know they don't <laughs> they, they don't really know. But the, the advice is still sound. It's, that's what we want to do. We want to keep this on the high ground. And, um, you know, because it's, it's so easy for them to call us hypocrites. And once we give them that ground to do that, that's what makes the fight so much harder. Yep. And one of the things that they like to do is they like to change definitions of words. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you think you think the goalpost and here's the, the location of fair play. This mm-hmm. is the area of fair play. And all of a sudden they go, we've moved the field uh, mm-hmm. over over here now. So you're 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 violating. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that that in itself should speak volumes to anybody who, who uh, pays attention to liberals or, or gives credence to, to Democrats. If you look closely, they're always changing stuff. Yeah. Always, always trying to change the game, always trying to change language. Oh, it's global warming. Oh, yeah. now it's climate change. Yeah. You know, and, it, and, you know, when they try to say that there was a party switch or ideological switch, it's like, look, y'all, you're talking about people who think that people can change their sex. You know, when you have when you have people like that, you really m- might want to think twice about trusting them. You know, <laughs> well, an- another can of worms, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> has been open and we're going to deal with this can of worms. You know, a lot of people kick kick the can down the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've, if we're going to kick the can, we might as well kick that can of worms. Right. We're going to do that in the next segment, but also during the next segment. uh Carrie, I'm going to have you, uh, if you have some other insights you want to share as well, to do that in the next segment as well. So, uh, uh, Zoe, uh, who knows where we're going in the next segments, right. but I know your game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, my listening friend, uh, buckle up, because we're going to uh, drive some uh, mountainous roads uh, right. when, uh, when we come right back. 
You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hi, I'm Jay On, President and Founder of Harvest International Ministry in Pasadena, and I want to make an apostolic declaration. God loves San Diego, and I declare revival and transformation of San Diego. I declare heaven on earth in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And we are back. So, Rachel of Bronze Serpent Media, and uh, you're hearing a little bit of his stuff in the background. 20-pound sledge we talked a little bit about in the last segment. Hey, so before we go any further, because I'm going to have give your wife the microphone, and we're going to take a, take a break for about 30 minutes. Or, no, <laughs> no, but, I, but I, I want you to, to give website information right now. My listening friend, you can go there, and you do these, these podcasts whenever the spirit moves you, I suspect, huh? I reckon so. Yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> I, my, my website is uh, bronzeserpentmedia.com, yep. and they'll see... Uh, uh, that my tabs that has my content like the Zoloft, which is more focused on uh, it's it's like my place of chuckle therapy. I love uh, it <laughs> for uh, those who maybe uh, blue about what the uh, the insanity that liberals are inundating the culture with. Uh, then I have the Zopium Den, yes. my anti fuddy duddy Bible study. Uh, there's my music group, Twenty Pound Sledge. You know, our objective is to rock the gospel. Yep. I've got a, a few books on there on my book page. My latest book is a Solid Right Cross. I love it. And, and when I listen to some of your Bible studies, I go, "This man knows the Word," wow. and, and I appreciate that. But I also also love it when Carrie. I hear her in the background, and sometimes <laughs> you let her uh, speak and not only ask questions but make comments and things like that, and go, "Oh, there's a voice of reason right there too." So uh, during the breaks, uh, some. Sometimes Carrie has some input, and you had a particular uh, comments uh, when we were talking about the liberal versus the conservative and things like that. So, uh, uh, Carrie, what do you what do you sense, and where, where would you think that the conversation needs to go now? Uh, the thing that I was uh, really came to mind was when he was speaking about you know the racial thing, and I have you know we've lived in L.A. for ten years, and I had a lot of different uh, types of cultures around me. And the thing that kept me uh, grounded was Zoe taught me, don't get caught up in the liberal and conservative and all that. Just know that if you're liberal with the word of God, then your beliefs are going to be everywhere. You're going to start cherry picking and following after the culture and the world and the flesh. Yes. If you are conservative with the word of God, then you're going to be grounded as a conservative, as in reverent, uh, reverent. Oh, absolutely. Uh, over yes, it. Yes. A- absolutely. And I, I think that's a really good uh, rule to follow. Uh, Very helpful. Because, you know, I, I have a, a working knowledge of scripture and so you do too. And I can, if, if I want to make a stand that's not biblical, I can come up with a scripture to support my posture. Sure. But the truth of the matter is, uh, you know, it's, it, you know, it's a, it's a two-edged sword, yeah. uh, and we need to properly use this sword instead of using it to cut people and 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 injure people. We need it needs to be a healing scalpel sometimes, right. but it also needs to be a sword to ma- make a defense for what's mm-hmm. godly. And people that abuse it that upsets me so much. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, it, that's that's a, a great thing to refer to in terms of like you know the sword and, and the scalpel uh, scalpel, you know. The Lord's, you know, when people think about, um, like, once again, 
Mm-hmm. One of the, the things that's leaned on the most is when it comes to people's orientation. Yes. And a lot of times, you know, people are going with this because they may have family members, mm-hmm. you know, who are in, you know, they, and they think that the right thing to do is to be supportive of their family. So you're talking about LB, LBG, right, right. PQ people, yeah. uh, different racial issues and things yeah. like that? You know, it's like, uh, well, I should be accepting and, and, and still love them and, um, you know, be proud of them and all that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, because that's what, you know, the Lord would expect me to do. And the Lord himself says, uh, no, don't assume that I come to bring peace. I come to bring the sword. Oh, my. You know, and I will divide you. I will divide families. I'll cut a mother off from her daughter, a father from his son. I'm, I'm here to I'm here to do some slicing. Mm-hmm. If there is an influence that is going to pull you away from me, I will cut you off from them. So wow. the Lord you know, himself says, you know, I expect you to hate your mother. I expect you to hate your father, your brother, your friends before uh, losing sight of who I am. Yes. That's how important this is. My, my, my. So, you know, th- this thing that's being promoted in the culture and this idea that people have of Jesus and what he would be all accepting of is like, actually, no, I'm rather militant on these things. And it's not for, you know, uh, it's and it's for your own good. Yes. You know, your job is to help people see the truth. If you really want, you know, to enjoy existence, you're going to have to get away from the, these things that you think will bring you freedom. These ideas that, of freedom that you have will really imprison you and mm-hmm. you will never be happy. You will never be fulfilled. Yes. That's all in me. Yes. And one of the things that I see and we're entering into, you know, uh, celebratory times, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and things like that. And the, the scripture talks about speaking the truth in love. Mm-hmm. Yep. And once you, here's the deal. If you have relationship you can you can be more transparent with one another. Yeah. And sometimes if you're just coming in and you're you're new to an environment and things like that, and you're going, the Lord says this, the Lord says that people are going to hear what you have to say and, and say, I, I don't want any of that. Thank you, because you really haven't invested in me. Right. And if if we show, you know, if we show God's character and we have relationship with people, they're more likely to listen. And sometimes, as I talk about lifestyle evangelism, mm-hmm. sometimes the opportunity arises out of a lifestyle evangelism relationship where somebody goes, you know, I see, you know, you, you, you never really do cursing ver- at all or, mm. you know, not that I, I'm, you know, <laughs> I walked in a time or two during, no, I'm serious though, mm. uh, that, that your lifestyle is a great testimony. Yeah. And at that juncture, they let their guard down and say, you're a real person and you really care for me. What you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh no, knowing people by their fruits, oh, you know, yeah. and uh, like, or, or, Say, for instance, when we talk about being, you know, capitalist and right now, socialism is becoming quite fashionable oh, yes. in America. And they think that this is a good thing. You know, it's it's good. It's charitable. And it's, it's not charity, actually, when it when the state has to institute it. But they think it's the right thing to do. And they think of it as looking out for their neighbor and all that sort of stuff. And none of this squares up with the word of God. But, you know, in trying to tell them that. You know, sometimes that seed will fall on good soil, but they only see it as, well, you just want to keep your money and, you know, you don't want to share and all that sort of stuff. So it is one of those things where you got to show what it looks like in the culture when when you are able to keep the fruits of your labor. You know, and of course, they'll cherry pick scriptures and try to, you know, bring up things like, well, the word says render under Caesar what is Caesar. You know, and it's like, no, no, no. You really missed what God was saying about there's a reason why the Lord said, let me see that coin. I'm not, he's like, you guys are asking me a tax question, but I'm going to point out your hypocrisy. (laughs) You guys are paying tribute to a false God. Didn't Mm. I tell you my commandments not to do that? You know, and that's why they were amazed. Like, oh snap, he really called us out on this. So render under Caesar means basically nothing. 
you know, render unto God, which is everything, because yeah. it's God who gives you all. And what you guys are doing is you're allowing the state to steal from you. Yes. Under the guise of it's going to provide from you. That's why I hate tax collectors. Oh you know, my. I see tax collectors as sinners because they're coming to steal the fruits of your labor. Yes. You know, so they're, you know, but they twist this thing up and try to see something different in it to justify instituting the sin of taxation. Yes. Taxing is not a bad thing. But the way we're being taxed is so, you know, the Lord points these things out to us. But unless we show what it looks like to walk in it, to really show that, you know, we have, um, you know, fruits and we're prepared to let people glean from our fields. Yes. You know, yeah. Come in. You know, what what, what can I do for you out of the goodness of my heart rather than the state making me do? It. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there is a pronounced difference mm-hmm. between uh, church charity and government administration huh. right and be, because once you get it out of god's hands and the hands of god's people who are listening to god and mm. and, and and hopefully obeying the scriptural precept of uh, being giving then you put it into a state's perspective where the, the ulterior motives are different mm. than being uh, an open-hearted believer mm. uh, because yeah. you know my whole salary as in the administration <laughs> is based on how much money i can get from uh stealing tax money from you mm. and abusing my privilege right and when as a if i'm a christian and my calling is to give to those who are in need the the driving factor is not to become physically profitable mm-hmm. uh based on that and the government's ulterior motives are different so a lot of times people go well it's a, it's, it's right to tax people take their money and use or abuse it mm-hmm. and it isn't it isn't right. especially i think it, it, when the lord comes and he rules and reigns for reigns for a thousand years. I'm not so sure income tax is an issue at, at that point. I think it is the right. the grace of God that is going to sustain uh, His people and sustain those who are in need. Yeah, and you know, and you know, when we examine that millennial reign, man, the scary thing is, is that it even sounds like that's going to decay. You know, they're going to people who are going to demand it, yeah. you know, because, of course, you know, the devil's going to be released for, you know, for after after the thousand years released to deceive the nations. Why? Why? Because, you know, people ask us, like, well, if God's so smart, why would he release the devil? You yeah, know, yeah. not because he's an idiot, because we are. We're yeah. going to demand it. That's yeah. in the that's in the word. Yeah. When they were asking, hey, who do you want us to set free? Barabbas or Jesus? Give us Barabbas. Yeah. That's already happened. Yeah. yeah. You know, so at the end of this thousand years, there's actually going to be a decay where people are going to think that, you know what? I think there's probably a better way than Jesus. And, you know, I, I remember this. You know, we used to talk about this guy, the devil. Maybe we should be able to do things our own That's way, right. you know, and stuff like that. Bring him back. Bring, bring him, him back. Bring him back. And, and that, I, I, fortunately, my understanding of Scripture, that's going to be a very short-lived rebellion. Yeah, short-lived. <laughs> a new heaven and a new earth. My listening friend, you know, we're coming down to it right now. Uh, God is asking us to be whom we've been called to be, mm. make our stand, but also entrust God's intervention. And well, a lot of times we go, well, I'm going to just do the Christian thing. And we forget about if we are obedient to him, he'll intervene in these things. Mm. I'm I'm really trusting that he's going to intervene in America. Huh. I'm trusting that he's going to intervene in Israel. I am yes. trusting that he's going to in, intervene in your life and lifestyle, my friend, if you're doing godly things. It's time for his intervention into the life and lifestyle of the pure in heart. My listening friend, we're going to be talking more about this as we continue, but right now it's time for a commercial break. So Zoe and the team and I will be right back. <laughs> more. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, more 
of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, we have had a good time in this two hours. We've covered a lot of different topics. And uh, not only Zoe Rachel, but his wife, uh, Carrie, has joined us. And uh, uh, also Alex Bush, my uh, producer, has joined us as well. And so they have given their little nuances as well. But Zoe, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh Uh, We're going to do a thing which I'm calling the lightning round. We've dealt with a lot of different, we've done a lot of different things so far. But I'm going to throw a few topics. And I want you to give Zoe Rachel an overview on these things. Because I've heard you on some of your your posts. And you have some very poignant uh, points of view on these things. But I'm just going to toss different subjects you know we're, we're at the top of the hour we have to go away a few minutes before the top of the hour for the commercial break to end the whole broadcast but so rachel i'm going to give you a few things but before we do uh a bronze serpent media.com people can find out more about you yes sir that's and, and, and you're a multifaceted guy mm-hmm. you're, you're doing acting things but you're doing bible study things you're doing music things you're doing uh, uh apologetics a lot of different things are going on so my listening friend i really encourage you to visit that site and find out more about uh zo rachel and you might even hear his lovely wife giving insights as well <laughs> uh carrie uh so okay lightning round time i'm going to throw topics what do you, what's your thought on these things okay the value of what what uh, politics and uh, uh government people are calling globalization mm. as in the global oneness versus mm. national Ism, you know, the value of individual nations making their individual stand for godliness or godlessness versus globalism. What's your thought on that? Well, I hope lightning round doesn't mean that I'm going to get struck by lightning for mm. speaking some stuff that ain't true. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to try to, I'm just going to be honest, you know, um, but I, I hope people will take it as, as true. Uh, globalism versus, the, you know, the thing is, is that you got a lot of people out there who are globalists who hate the nationalist idea it's like well why is it that you hate nationalism so much but you want basically what you want is nationalism on a global scale you want people to abide by this one idea mm-hmm. you know that's set up by this this uh the small oligarchy. That's right. And yeah, the question is who's setting it up? Yeah. And, 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 and under what? And the thing, and the vehicles that they're using to bring it in, whether it's environmentalism, which is basically neo-paganism, you know, mm-hmm. I've said this for years, you know, and um, you're going to have one person at the seat of power of it. And these, uh, these agencies that they're using to make it happen. But at the same time, they don't like nationalism. And what do they use to stigmatize nationalism? White nationalism, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, no, there, there's none of that. I, I'm a nationalist. You know, I'm not I'm not white. You know, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with it. So but these these accusations, these, you know, these uh, these stigmas that are put uh, uh, towards it are the very things that's going to bring about this uh, this global. Yeah. And this whole global thing mm-hmm. has been uh, percolating for some time, sure. you know, uh, mm-hmm. for decades and decades and decades in the United States. Little nuances have mm-hmm. come to change our way of thinking. Of course, you mentioned uh, man-made global warming, mm-hmm. and that's one way that uh, that different countries can be arrested sure. by uh, globalism, by everybody has to kowtow yeah. to this false rhetoric about man-made right. global warming. I mean, if you take actually scientific studies, mm. and you know, there's there were, I think there was a study a while back that uh, 50 of the highest revered uh, uh, environmentalists, mm. uh, they joined together and said, this is bunk. 
Yeah. This is bunk. But, you know, uh, you'll hear uh, people that talk about man-made global warming. They go, uh, well, this is a proven, proven fact. Yeah. It's not a proven fact. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, but it, what it does is it, it, it makes you have to uh, kowtow to an international group who can control you, control, control your finances. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's socialism wearing a not too well-fitting mask yeah and, and they have and the people who are promoting this you know americans who are promoting this have to know that it's bunk because it ain't like china abides by it yeah. it ain't like russia the, that's the, right the major nations aren't abiding by so it. so the united states abides by it what right. difference does it make even if if china and some of the other major uh and that's violators the, yeah don't and, and they, they won't right yes right. to that and that's so the what's the purpose th- that's that's the key thing it's as long as america yeah abides by it. We're the ones who has to, has to kowtow to it. And of course, if America is brought to its knees on it, on it, what's to protect the globalists from having this one world government that they want? And speaking about one world government, we talk about illegal versus illegal immigration in America. I mean, if if, if somebody who has a global mentality says, there's no Ill- illegal aliens in your country anymore, they're all, we're all one world and everybody kind of comes in and they share your benefits and mm-hmm. and so forth there there's there it is again it's masked as being oh this is right because it's fair for other people to to benefit from the wonderful uh, nation called the United States of America, but that's a lie. It's, it's a, lie. a lie. It's a global mentality to to handcuff the United States of America. And they're wrong. <laughs> and they're flat wrong. They're, they're flat wrong. Well, you know, and, and this is another one of those areas where they try to you know draw on scripture, and you know you'll have people like the Pope say, well, the Christianity is not about building walls, but bridges and stuff like that, and it's not Christian to have walls. And it's like, well, Jesus himself said, look, if you try to crawl up into my sheep pen, aside from entering my gate, well, I'm gonna call you a thief and a liar. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to come through me. You got to check with me before you coming on up in here. So, you know, even with that, you know, this this uh, this soft invasion, so to speak, um, to having people just coming into our border or, or, or you know, and it's funny because, um, uh, you know, they like to they hate Leviticus. Right. But even <laughs> Leviticus tells, you know, because Leviticus will say things like, look, man, I want you to welcome the foreigner. Oh, yeah. But when the foreigner comes in, you're supposed to love the foreigner as your native born. Well, what does that mean? The native- they have to acquiesce to the native-born strategy. Exactly. Come on. You know? So they leave stuff like that out. And they leave stuff like that. And they also <laughs> leave stuff like that out. If, if a, a nation is armed, they can protect themselves. We don't want you to be armed because you'll protect yourself. We need to pull back on your right to bear arms because, uh, you, you know, there is a lot of major things that are going on because of illegal uses of guns and firepower. But, I mean, that's, that's, that's the voice voiced uh, response, but the real response is take away your guns so you cannot mm. protect yourself and your rights and your family. And, and you know, and once on. again, you know, they'll try to, they'll try to lead on Jesus for that. Well, Jesus said, turn the other cheek and all that sort of, Jesus disciples were armed. That's right. And, and, they, and <laughs> that, during the, during that time frame when they were in the, in the garden of Gethsemane, mm. Jesus, as, they, as they're heading to the garden, he goes, you got a weapon? You got your sword? Uh, yeah, we've got these. That'll do. I mean, mm. how do you how do you justify Jesus saying that'll do? There are some things in Scripture that had to be fulfilled yep. about uh, you know of uh, a, a two edged sword in their hand, the high, high praises of God in their mouth, mm-hmm. and a two edged sword in their hand to execute justice or yeah. judgment uh, upon the people. I mean. Come on, really? Yeah, they're well armed. That's right. That's right. And even <laughs> even when even when uh, uh, the Lord led is uh, B'nai Israel out of out of Egypt, He didn't lead just out you know slaves. 
He called them an army. Yes. He said, I'm bringing my army That's out. That's right. So even with us, you know, we have a responsibility to protect what the Lord has blessed us. With. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we've got about a minute left in the show. Uh, any other thoughts you want to have? Or uh, I'm going to ask... Uh, Carrie, if you, is there a word that you want to share or a yes? Okay. Uh, <laughs> producer Alex Bush, you can have a, a comment too. We've got about a minute or a minute and a half. Alex, I'll let you go first. Cause well, I was just going to say if, if president Trump is literally Hitler, shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't we want to not let people in like, no, don't come here. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> Warn the Run away. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, good insight. Uh, Carrie thoughts. <laughs> Um, I guess my thoughts are, first of all, thank you for having my husband. And you. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, I really adore the teaching of his new book, and I pray that people uh, get this so that it helps them with the election, helps yes. them to you know talk to their, fam- their family, their friends, their coworkers, and get the heart of God out there into our culture. Yes. And the name of the book? A solid right cross. Solid right cross. Don't you just love it? Uh, word of encouragement to our listeners in 30 seconds or so before we have to say sayonara. Hey, you know what? Uh, as I said before, you know, we don't want to be on the business end of God's wrath. No. And, uh, you, know, the, you know, what's going on in the world, this is not uh, new stuff. It's been going on. Uh, we should be able to see it by now. And uh, we don't know. I can't say if it's going to get better or not. But as long as we keep the word and don't become a part of the problem. Oh, I like that. That's exactly right. My listening friend is about time for us to say so long. Next week, we're going to be all the show is going to be dealing with Israel and Israel stuff. Uh, Andarina Hyman is the, in the first hour and a journalist for Breaking News Israel uh, is going to be with me in the second hour. Uh, um, Adam Eliyahu Berkowitz. And so we're going to get some insights on what's going on in Israel right now. And you're going to find some common denominators about the things that are going on in Israel right now and the things that are going on in the United States. You might think in many ways that uh, Israel and the United States are joined at the hip. I would rephrase that and say, I believe that God has joined Israel and the United States at the heart. And we're going to see how that plays out. My listening friend, thank you for joining us. Zoe and team, thank you for joining me. And my listening friends, we will be back next week. So see you later. Bye. Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise.